This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome to Post Fitch, a bi-weekly podcast that dives a little deeper into an article published in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. Today, I'm interviewing our news writer, Katie Doran, to learn more about her recent article on Hoyas for Choice's partnership with Capital Women's Health. Please enjoy. Hi, Katie. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you for thank you for being here. Um, so for our listeners who, who may not have read your piece yet, uh, can you tell us about why this is an important step for Hoyas for Choice as an organization on campus? Yeah, so this new partnership is aiming to improve access to birth control, which I think is super important as a step towards reproductive justice, which is a core part of Hoyas for Choice's mission on campus. On top of that, it's aiming to expand offerings with birth control beyond just condoms, which Hoyas for Choice and some other groups on campus have already been giving out for years. I think it's also important given the unique positionality of Georgetown as a Jesuit campus. Georgetown's Student Health Center doesn't provide birth control, not even condoms, and so efforts for reproductive justice on campus have always been student-led with groups like Hoyas for Choice, again, providing condoms where Georgetown's official groups won't. In particular, Georgetown's student health insurance also doesn't cover birth control unless it's hormonal and for some other health issue beyond contraception, like acne or painful periods. And so there's really a lack of coverage oftentimes for Georgetown students in terms of accessing or paying for birth control. And students here can feel like their options are even more limited on Georgetown's campus in particular than it is on many other college campuses. So a partnership like this is definitely a big change for Georgetown and will improve offerings. Um, for Georgetown students. And on top of that, they're aiming to address cost barriers for students who aren't on an insurance that will cover access to birth control. Things like birth control pills can be up to $600 once you, like per year, once you add up all the monthly fees and the monthly costs. And that can be a big barrier for students, especially if they're not even getting birth control pills, but possibly other options for birth control that are even more expensive, even if they last longer than a monthly than a monthly pack of birth control pills. And so the new partnership is going to address those cost barriers and also expand options that are available to students, particularly on a campus where even compared to other local campuses or other campuses in the country, there's just not oftentimes not a lot of options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, So so given all of that, um, would you be able to walk us through what it would be like for a Georgetown student to engage with this resource? Sure. So first, the first step in the process is a virtual consultation, which they can schedule through Hoyas for Choice. These consultations are with trained students, and their aim, aim is just to give students information on different options available. These these consultations are specifically designed so that students never have to pay for them. It's they'll They'll be sending the bill to insurance, but if your insurance doesn't cover it, the consultations will be free. From there, they can decide what form of birth control they want to pursue or how they want to move forward. If they're looking for a form of birth control where they don't actually need to go into the clinic, like if they're just trying to get birth control pills, they can submit a form to Capital Women's Care, which is the organization Hoyas for Choice is partnering with, and have a doctor sign off and make a prescription. They can go pick up that prescription without ever having to physically go to the clinic or see a doctor. If they do have to go into the clinic for insertion or for some sort of medical procedure, like if they're getting an IUD, Capital Women's Care is being is going to change their hours so that they're open one Saturday a month, which is not their typical schedule right now. They're usually closed on weekend, closed on weekends, but starting at the end of October, they're going to open up just for a few hours every um, once a month, 
specifically for Georgetown students to make it more convenient for students who often can't go into the clinic, especially during the week when they're busy with classes and clubs and stuff like that. Um, Hoyas for Choice and Capital Women's Care are also providing $25 stipends to help students get there to make sure that they're able to get to the clinic if they need that and to just make it more of a comfortable and easy process. In terms of the cost of the actual care itself, whether that's birth control pills or something else that they do need to go into the clinic for, if it's not covered by insurance, Capital Women's Care is aiming to provide some financial assistance, for example, by writing some of it off as charitable care where possible to make sure that insurance as much as possible is not a barrier for students accessing care. Mm, yeah. No, thank you so much. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a really helpful um, resource for students to engage with in a very kind of maybe like low-key way. Um, yeah, which is great. Uh, and and then kind of going back to kind of the meat of the article that you wrote, um, you conducted two like pretty sizable interviews. Um, were there any moments from these interviews like actually engaging with the people who've put this together um, that stood out to you uh, either as a reporter or even as a Georgetown student yourself? Yeah, one thing that did stick stick out to me that didn't actually make it into the article, but I remember from my interviews, was when I was talking to Sydney Hudson, who's one of the leaders for Hoyas for Choice and one of the leaders on this particular project, and she talked about that $25 stipend that's for students to make sure they can get to the clinic if they need it, and that's that stipend is in the form of a gift card, and she mentioned that students could just use that stipend to buy, quote, a croissant and a coffee if they mm -hmm. wanted to, instead of using it for an Uber or however it is that they're getting themselves to the clinic. And first of all, I think that's kind of cute. And also, I think it's important to acknowledge that cost and convenience are important issues in the accessibility of birth control. But another part of what the goal of this partnership is, is to make the process of accessing birth control less intimidating, aside from issues like cost or whether or not you can actually get to the clinic. I think a lot of students at Georgetown might be coming from backgrounds that have stigmatized accessing reproductive care. Maybe they come from a state that has greater restrictions on accessing birth control, particularly if you're a minor, or states that have proposed restrictions since Roe v. Wade was overturned. They might also have come from families or communities who discouraged accessing birth control when they were growing up. And so turning this into a process that is not so like sterile, but more quote like warm and fuzzy, as Hudson said, is a really important part of making sure students actually feel comfortable using and accessing this resource. And I think just making the process seem warmer and kinder is important, given that students are coming from a lot of different backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much to Katie for joining us on Post Pitch this week. Make sure to read Katie's article in this week's print issue of the Georgetown Voice. And you can also check out the article and more podcasts like this one on our website, georgetownvoice.com. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.